and this is a bonus episode of Why the F I Am an Artist with an incredible artist and fellow Latina, Armida Lopez, who is not only an actress, but she is a filmmaker, director, writer, producer, and she is here with us today. Welcome, Armida. Thank you so much. Thank you, Amanda, my good friend, too. (laughs) Yes, and she's also my friend. (laughs) We have you on today, especially, it was funny that we had to record with Denise Santos, and that was Monday's episode, and she is the creator of Latinas in Media Atlanta, is now working with Vivi Chavez, Gabby Ortiz, and Michelle Huckleby. They are a power female group that is bringing Latin artists onto the stages here in Atlanta. And that's how you and I met because we both did Mi Familia with them. That's right. We were both uh, directors and writers in um, Latinas in Media, which was amazing. I'm really grateful to Denise. Denise Santos is actually the one that inspired me and then, you know, I, be, I have become really good friends with Gabby and they are both just incredible, incredible humans. And they just, Denise really had a lot to do with the inspiration of, of that making of my, my first uh, one act play that I met you at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's incredible because that one act play was called Made in America. Yes. And you have now created a short film of Made in America that has become an incredible indie film that you made open to the public today. Yes. So it's officially today at midnight it launched. So today on April 8th. And it was kind of crazy actually how this happened because obviously, you know, during these times, you know, it's, it is uh, COVID-19 and, you know, a lot of us are kind of figuring out into this new techie world, right? Because everything is virtual. And so a lot of the film festivals that we submitted to that we heard back that we were going to be accepted to are being pushed back. And so obviously, you know, that wasn't the best, but also we understand that everybody's safety is priority. And so, you know, I, I took this time and I thought to myself, okay, what can I do? So then I, the film that we created that you all are also in. I, I am. Cast, <laughs> I cast you in it, Amanda. And it was because I also saw how talented of not only a director, you were a writer, but you were an incredible ar- artist and actress. So I was like, why not be in my film, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. It was really fun to be a part of it. Oh, of course. And, you know, I can't wait for you to see, too, your part. So anybody who's watching this podcast, go and see Amanda. Uh, and you'll see her. She's a nurse. And, um, you know, it was just overall important for me to people to see it because we put a lot of hard work into it. You know, obviously you were there on the long day, the first shoot day. And and that was just one of out of the three days, you know, three long days. And so, um, you know, I just I couldn't bear the thought of it just sitting, sitting and people not watching till maybe next year or something, you know, Um so I, I got actually in touch with a good friend of mine, Stephen, and he is actually the owner of Roll Call, and he let us pitch Made in America as a short before we had even made it, you know, like we had finished it, I mean. Um, and so a full circle came back. He ended up creating a platform named Roll Call Watch where he uh, accepts submissions of indie films and that, you know, haven't been seen. And so I decided to 
kind of make the call and go, you know what? I'm just going to put it in a platform right now that is kind of like a Quibi, but for indie films. That's great. Yeah. So, and it's local to Atlanta. Um, so I, I would say that it was, you know, I've been, you know, so grateful for all the love that Atlanta has given us because we shot it in Atlanta, obviously. And, um, you know, I'm in L.A. now, but I still have my roots there, the uh, people that I met. And Stephen accepted us. He actually accepted both of my films. I did a documentary last year about Hurricane Maria, and that didn't get seen as much as I would have loved. So he's like, hey, you know, let's do both. We have a documentary side. So now we have Made in America film. That's a narrative. And then we have uh, Minutes, Hours, Days. That's my other documentary. And that's on there as well. So the launch of Made in America is today, but then the launch of Minutes, Hours, Days is on the 22nd of April. I can't wait to put the links on the bio of this episode because I really hope everyone gets to go and see this film. It is such a beautiful story. And could you actually tell the listeners what Made in America story is about? Yeah, of course. So Made in America is actually based on the true story of my mom and I. Um, You know, being that I am an immigrant and, you know, we came to America my mom was a lawyer in El Salvador, and so, but when we came here, you know, she couldn't practice, and so um, she had to find any job that she could to put food on our table, and, um, you know, it was, as you'll see in the film, the backstory to it, because when you see it, you're like, I wonder what, why she's at the bus stop. Um, basically, she's at that bus stop because she has been looking for work all day in what she's done, which is office work, lawyer work, you know, anything like that. But because she didn't speak the language, she had an English barrier, um, she couldn't get hired. And so she was down and out to her last pennies, really, and then um, with her daughter. And then here comes a unexpected thing that alters her life forever. And then they're able to, you know, make the America dream, you know. It's a true story, too, which is even better. And you not only were acting in it, you wrote it from your own life. Yeah. And you were also the director as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. Have you always wanted to be this quadruple threat within (laughs) the arts world? Honestly, I did not see that in my life time, to be honest. I I mean, I I can't tell you that I did. Uh, I really just, I'm an actor first and foremost. Like, you know, I'm an artist. That's why the F I'm an artist. (laughs) Yes. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because I love creating. I love getting into characters. I just love performing. I really love it. I, I think some people go to therapy and other people use their art. And I, I think that's why it's so beautiful to be an artist because that's our outlet, right? And so some of the best artists, you know, it comes from a place of pain and and hurt and, you know, traumas, all these things because you're able to have an outlet to, you know, to show that instead of, you know, talking just to somebody or, you know, being, you know, an awful person, I guess, Um but, you know, you can go each way. But, um, you know, I just think that I never saw that. But uh, as I was making the play, you know, and I realized that, you know, and this is something I brought up as well to Latinas, I mean, that there wasn't enough Salvadorian women in on stage or on the film industry. And I just thought, 
you know, what better person than me being from El Salvador <laughs> and putting myself, you know, in, in the film and writing myself the part because I thought, well, not only is it my story, but also I can show other Salvadorians that they can also be artists because we're not taught to be that, you know, in El Salvador, you, you're just not taught to be that. So uh, it was important for me to, to showcase that on, on a story and, and write it. In, in your life, were you supported within choosing the path of being an actress? You know, I wouldn't say that I wasn't supported, but I would say that it wasn't something that was inspired by my family or that, you know, they encouraged it. I, I don't think they disencouraged, but they didn't encourage it. They weren't like, yeah, go be an artist. But, you know, it, I think it's something that's been in me since I was a little kid, since I was in El Salvador. And, um, you know, I always loved dancing. I always loved singing. Like I, you know, I would watch music videos back when MTV was cool. You know, I would watch them over and over and over again, just to kind of, you know, just be inspired because I didn't have any other outlets. But, you know, as I got older, my uncle, uh, I was a pretty rebellious teenager. So my uncle took me in because my mom kicked me out. <laughs> and, oh, no. Yeah. And so I was actually in choir at that time. And um, my uncle said, you know, I, you've always loved dancing. Why don't I put you? So my aunt and uncle put me in dancing classes. And, and then I would take all the free classes that I could take at school, like acting, choir, all that stuff. Um and that's how I, I decided to kind of push my own dream since since then, because, you know, I knew it was inside of me. I just knew my mom maybe didn't. It's not that she didn't encourage, but she didn't know how that life worked. You know, a lot of Latinos, like she was a lawyer and then became a cleaning lady. And then, you know what I mean? So it's, they're not taught to, to go through the art to the arts. You know, they're taught to be professionals or make sure that you put food on the table. So um, I think I was in a different I was born in a different planet. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think it's a different planet. It's just a, a different way of wanting your children to succeed in life. And they don't want to see you struggle. And being an artist is definitely a struggle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But were you, did you ever have a different path uh, other than being an artist? Oh, yeah. Um, I tried many paths before I figured out that uh, artistry was my jam. Uh, <laughs> because I would say when I was younger, um, my first job was a lifeguard. So that was, that was funny. And so I was been working since I was like 15. And then before that I was babysitting. So I've always had the hustler mentality. Like, so my mom always told me like, you have to bring stuff home. You know, like there was never no freebies. There was never like, I'm going to pay for your stuff. It was always like, you got to figure it out, you know? And, um, so I've always had multiple jobs. I mean, I've been a barista. I've been a waitress. I've been assistant. I've been an Uber driver. I mean, anything you can think of, I have probably done it, you know, like at some shape or form. But um, it wasn't until I was a makeup artist for a long time. Actually, that was one of my my jobs that I loved. It, was, it started becoming more of an honest, artistry thing. And that's how I started realizing, like, I loved art. So, you know makeup and making women feel beautiful and it was really awesome. And when I worked for Max Cosmetics, I realized that I, I really had a, a thing for artistry, but then I met this anchor lady and she was an anchor at Fox News. Her name's Doreen. She came in and she said to me, I need to learn how to do my makeup. 
And I, and I was like, okay, you know, and she said, yeah, like, it was just like, I was just like, all right, lady. And, you know, but she seemed really stressed and like, I just didn't know, understand why. And she said to me, well, you know, my producer, uh, I won't say his name, but she's like, said to me that I, I'm a pretty girl, but I need to learn how to do my makeup. He said that to her, like something inside of me was just like, <gasps> Like, how dare this man say this to this woman? Because she's beautiful naturally. And so I was like, you know what? It just, I just like was like, you know what? I'm going to give this girl the best, you know, customer service I ever had. And it, and it was so empowering to me to give her this. And so her, this gift. And I showed her how to do her makeup in five seconds. I showed her how to do it herself. I showed her like what products minimally that she didn't need a lot. And from that moment, I think she took, she took it in and she realized wow, like this girl really cares. And she said, you know, there's a lot more in you than you even know. I, I want to cry right now because I ran into her maybe six months to, six, no, not even. Oh my God, it's like four months ago at the nail shop here in LA. I live in downtown LA. And I hadn't seen her in four, five years since I started acting. And five years probably. And um, she said, Armida, I have a note that I wrote to myself the day I met you because you were so helpful. And it said, this girl will be get very far in life. And she's the one that put planted the bug in me that there was something more inside of me that I hadn't tapped into yet. And from that moment, that day that she told me that, I decided something inside of me sparked up and I decided to get back to school and start school for journalism. And I interned for the news locally in my hometown in Sacramento. And that's how it all started. And from that moment, I started wanting to be on TV and, 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 you know, tell stories. And then, you know, from, but when I interned, I realized maybe it wasn't the news, you know, maybe it was something else. And then when I moved to LA, I uh, started going to auditions and, you know, failing and trying to get representation and no one would take me. So I just started self-submitting and I started getting my own jobs. And that's when I realized that acting, once I started booking the jobs, I started realizing that acting was more my thing. And that woman, that note, it's coming to fruition yeah. because you are doing big things. Uh -huh. Thanks. And who knew, you know, I, I'm just saying, I, who knew that a stranger, like just by a stranger could plant a seed. And so I think it's really important to, to give people that, that, you know, I don't know, like that inspiration, that word that, can spark that thing back because that's exactly what I needed. You know, I was going to school for medical assisting at the time while I was doing a makeup artist, it, I, but I wasn't fully happy, you know. I was ha happy kind of, but I knew there was something different. And then once she did that, it just – I and then you know what's crazy? I got fired from that company. Um, and I think it was like maybe a, six months after that or something like along those lines. And on an unemployment – I moved to LA and started my acting career. It just takes a moment to change everything. And it's really incredible how words can be so powerful. And a teacher of mine always told me that if you have a compliment, always give it to the person because it's worth nothing if it's kept within. Mm -hmm. So that woman gave you that compliment that really changed your path. And I'm happy it it really changed into such a big way because you have been a really great friend to me, but also a big inspiration mm -hmm. to create a play 
but then to create a bigger platform for it and do a short indie film is powerful. And I think it could inspire fellow artists uh, that are immigrants, but that aren't immigrants as well, can get major inspiration from it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and I think, you know, artistry, they intertwine, you know, people always ask me like, how did you convert a play into a film? But here's what's crazy. You know, here's, here's a little insight that I haven't really told anybody. I wrote it originally in my mind and envisioned as a film. You know what I yes. mean? Like in my mind, I was like, I mm-hmm. wanted it to be a film. I wanted it, you know, to do that. But then, cause I had never, I mean, I started in, in theater, but I didn't know how to write a play. I had never really written a play, but I had acted in movies. I had acted in commercials. So that was more of my area. But I think I was, you know, to be able to write, it was already written like that. And so when I wrote it into a play, people were like, how did you convert it? I'm like, it was already there. All I had to do was change. You change the set scenes to stage notes. You know what I mean? It's, you know? Yeah. But I mean, like... (laughs) So I think when people try to say, oh, you can't do, you can't, you know, it's not, not really normally done. And, but it's like, why not? You know, who made those rules? You can, you can really, and you can make a movie a play. It, I think it, they're both different ways of making it. And just to be seen, it's just a different stage, you know? I definitely do know. And um, I think it's something that people fear doing. You just have mm-hmm. to do it. So what's a piece of advice that you would give a future actress and filmmaker, a piece of advice that would really help them continue on this path? I would say connect with people genuinely, not just because people can help you get a, get ahead, but you can't make it in this industry without being a good, kind, giving, you know, talented person. Like talent comes in it. Yes, you can be talented, but don't forget that the people, you never know, tables turn every day, like every day, you know, the, the waitress can be a director. I was a waitress and there was many times that people looked at me crazy and, you know, probably thought that my ideas were insane, but you know what, when tables turn, you would have wished that you would have nice to that waitress. You know what I mean? My biggest thing is generally connecting with people like for example you know I wouldn't be on this podcast with you right now if we generally wouldn't have become friends because I generally like thought you're a powerhouse I mean I still think that and I generally thought you were very talented and and I think community with each other is important to help each other tables turn look at like you know I I was a director then a play then I became did the film and then I got you in it you know what I mean it's you everything intertwined so I think it's important to just make genuine connection with your peers, with your artists, and and to treat them with love and respect and to never try to pull people down just to make you feel better. You know, don't don't pull, pull somebody's greatness down just because you're scared or, or like worried that, you know, oh, they might beat me, you know? No, if there's enough for everybody. There's enough for every woman, every Latina, every every person, so I, I, that's my biggest thing. You know, I think that's something I've learned because so many times that's happened to me and I just, I, I don't like it. You know, I just don't think that's how life works. And when people ask me, what's my secret to my success? I mean, there's so many different things, but I think my biggest thing is I'm a people person. I really care about people and 
that's what's helped me. People have helped me. I haven't done it alone. So, yeah. Treating others the way you would like to be treated is so important in mm-hmm. this industry. And being an honest and good person, it's definitely, it's not as easy as you would think to find. And I 100% agree with you. It's not an easy road, but it's definitely one that is worth taking as an honest and good person. And you get to meet so many wonderful artists out there and making connections is a big part of being Mm -hmm. an artist. Yeah. Like help each other. You know what I mean? Like help each other when you can, like, cause you never know when that person you help may be helping you, you know, like now you're helping me, you know, promote my film and I'm on this cool podcast that you made, you know, like it's, I would have never thought, like, when I would met you, you would have been like, hey, can you be on my bat podcast? That'd be cool. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Be on my bonus episode. I want to promote your film that I was so excited to be a part of and get to act in because acting on film is not my first path of being an artist. So getting to be in projects, I'm always for and very excited to, to do. Yeah. Any immigrant artist out there, a piece of advice, they are struggling as a fellow mm-hmm. immigrant Latina powerhouse artist, what what piece of advice would you give to them? Um, you know, I think we're always afraid to start. You know, we're always afraid to start um, because it sounds scary. You know, it's like, oh, that sounds scary. I don't know. You know, it's, we're always scared to start our projects. But I would say just start it. We started with what you have. It doesn't have to be much because my biggest thing people always are like, how did you make it? How did you, how did you afford it? Or how did it, I'm telling you, there was a lot of favors and a lot of people that helped me that I could not have done it without them. So, um, just start with what you can start with what you have. Like if all you have is an iPhone, you know, put it on paper. If you want to start creating, if, you know, if you have a friend that's a good writer, better writer than you are, but you have a really cool idea pitch them the idea and have, have them help you write it. You know, if you have a friend who's an incredible artist, put them as the lead. You know what I mean? It's, uh, I mean, an actress, you know, well, artists are actress, same thing. Uh, Find your, your people and then plugging them in and then help each other. You know, everybody has different strengths. So start with what you have and start with the people that you know. Yeah. And go from there and you can create wonderful things like you have created Made in America, which everyone, please go check it out. Armida, can you plug in all your social media handles so we can follow you as well as following Made in yeah, America of film? So mine is the T-H-E Armida, A-R-M-I-D-A, and then Lopez, L-O-P-E-Z, like Jennifer, just we're not related, but I wish, I hope to meet her today. <laughs> <laughs> me too my films is made in america film awesome and we i'll make sure to put all of that information in the bio as well as the link to upload the film and watch it armila thank you for being on congratulations on made in america film i am so happy for you and can't wait to watch it much amanda and i i hope everybody is staying safe at home and just, you know, we'll get through this. So stay strong. Yes. And there are moments of being in a hospital within Made in America film. So anyone who is working first responders to 
nurses and any medical staff out there, thank you so much for all the hard work you are doing because I know it is a scary time out there with the coronavirus and it just keeps getting a little crazier over here in the States, but I hope everything calms down soon. Definitely. We've got to stay positive for sure. Definitely. And we got to keep on continuing to put incredible work out there and original content. So keep on creating and stay positive. Armida, again, thank you so much. This is another episode of Why the F I Am an Artist. Bonus episode coming to you on Wednesday, April 8th. Oh, and it's Passover. So to any of my Jewish listeners, happy Passover to you all. Have a great week. Bye.